Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. It's the July 5th episode of the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. It's your Friday NFL Hall of Fame weekend edition of the show. It's preseason kicked off last night with the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. Congratulations to the the Raiders there on a consequenceless win. I'm Chris, and with me as always is John. Hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, please help us out by subscribing and sharing the podcast. You can subscribe by hitting that subscribe button from whatever podcasting app you're using to listen to my voice now. And then they all have little share buttons where you can send the show or an episode off to uh, to somebody that you know, and then they can listen to the show, and that would be awesome. Uh, we appreciate you very much, and if you're sick of going to those big corporate sites, we have umyasports.com, which is a place that you can go, and you can check out the latest sports news and information from across the intertubes. Uh, hit social media, local sites, bring everything together in one place, maybe some commentary in there as well. And we do all that free from ads and free for you. So please go check that out. We also are over on Twitter at Um yeah Sports. We're also on Truth at Um yeah Sports. Come talk to us. We would love to hear from you because that's, that's how it's done. All right. Hey, John, how are you? Doing well. How are you? I am doing well. Training camp is in full swing. It's Friday. It's Hall of Fame football weekend. We had a game last night. Very exciting, yeah. This is all good things. It's all great. I love it. Welcome to the 22-23 NFL football season. Chris Godwin, as you know, I am a a fan of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think that's a secret. No, it's not. Uh, Chris Godwin, now I don't think he's going to probably be playing in game one of this this season, but he did show up at practice with a knee brace on and did some stuff, right? Yeah, he did some running, uh, some sprints across the field, which is a good sign considering uh, he tore his ACL last season and didn't play pretty much down the stretch at all. So having him back and having him practice is a good sign uh, for any Tampa Bay fan who, I mean, at this point, the Bucks have done enough to you know, brace for any sort of uh, injury that might happen. Yeah, or he doesn't long. like now that they've got Julio. Exactly, got Gage, Russell Gage now. Like they've got they've got a really top notch full. Like Julio can wide switch receiver. from like a luxury to a necessity, uh, depending on how long uh, how long uh, Chris Godwin is out. Um, but then they also added a full slate of of you know of tight ends. Yeah. So they're fine in that position as well. Well, I think that they, you know, so. they, I think they learned their lesson from last year when Gronk went down, and it really right. hurt. I think their their passing productivity. I think it's one of those things that Tampa's really good uh, as far as their first unit is concerned. But then after their first unit, if any of those guys get down, they struggle with finding a way to patch it up. We saw last season the secondary; they lost cornerbacks left and right just to injuries, and then they couldn't find a way to get their traction again. And then it wasn't until playoff time when they actually started to get a little bit better in that front. So getting a nice deep um, roster of tight ends, a nice deep roster of any of these positions is going to be helpful for him in the long run. Now, obviously, I don't think you have to worry about Tom Brady getting injured. He does a good job of staying healthy, but getting guys like that. And also with Tampa Bay, they lost Ronald Jones to uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs, so they lose him. But overall, they haven't lost all that much, and they're building roster depth, uh, which I think is going to be very important Who's for him. Who's behind Fournette? 
Fournette right now is, I believe, Keyshawn Vaughn is the okay. Vaughn is okay. the, the backup, yeah. which is second-year yeah. guy out of Vanderbilt. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Aaron's very high on him. He, he really liked him. But Fournette's one of those guys that he's been super consistent. So I just think they need to build up depth. That's going to be an important thing for him, and I'm glad they did that in the wide receiver room. I'd much rather see them have a guy like Julio where everyone was talking about how they didn't really need him, but they got him than saying they don't have enough. And if you know uh, Chris Godwin doesn't come play there out, like they don't have you know someone to replace. So it's good in that sort uh, in that sense. And so I think seeing him come back practice, that's a good sign. And it seems like he's kind of moving along to recovery. Obviously, preseason hasn't even began yet. Uh, football season doesn't start until like September 3rd or something like that. It's the first game. And then they get another three days after that before their first Sunday is. So they got plenty of time. By the beginning of the football season, we should have a very clear picture of when Chris Godwin comes back. But just today, I saw the fact that he tore his ACL and it was last season. He could be out, you know, for yeah. a few weeks at the beginning of the season. But uh, ACL injuries, man, they, they come around quite a bit. Yeah, I don't like them. I don't the, like them. Uh, the Saints just lost their uh, running, I think it's a running back, okay. uh, to an yeah. ACL injury for the rest of the year. So yeah. well, There will be many more this season, I assure you of that. All right, you watched the uh, the Hall of Fame I game did, between yes. the Jacksonville Jaguars Could have and the Las Vegas Raiders. It was like a homecoming for Josh McDaniel. It was, he, yes. uh, I guess he went to... The high school team played at that field yeah. when he was younger, and his dad was the, the football coach. coach. Yeah. And so he gets to go home and coach uh, an NFL preseason football game right there in his like hometown stadium. That's pretty and cool. And get the W. That's also cool. I thought something I like from the interview that I ha- had, I expect, or that he had, I expected him to be a little bit more, you know, cold, I guess, not like, okay. just like more serious, more straight yeah. fact, like Belichick. But he seems like no. a happy guy. No, no. He's a very different, just an guy overall that, happy, no, no, no. you know, joyful guy that He's just loves different. being there. He's gregarious, I would say. Uh, and because he also I would, gets like, a little animated. Yes, well, that's coaches. Yeah, but well, not you, all coaches. When you do interviews and stuff, and you see him do that type of thing, or he's like, it just seems in, yeah. kind of like a more exuberant guy. That was completely different for me. I didn't expect that because of who Belichick is. Uh, and well, stuff. not everybody's. You know, look well, at I his mean, own. Look at his son. Belichick's his son's son? kind of, yeah, it's kind of different than dad. Of course, yeah. This is a completely different situation there. But uh, yeah, I think it, that Hall of Fame game. I think there's like a couple major takeaways that you can get from it. All right, go. Uh, for the Jaguars, I think the main takeaway is they lack depth. Uh, obviously, Chris Collinsworth spent the entire game saying that he can't wait for seeing the actual Jaguars team uh, and not this team that they fielded because obviously they spent a ton of money in free agency. I think they spent the most money ever spent in free agency. Uh, and that, and we've seen, we saw none of them. We didn't see Travis Etienne. We didn't see Christian Kirk. We didn't see uh, Trevor Lawrence. We didn't see James Robinson. We didn't see anyone. So we just saw the backups. And what you've seen from the backups is it's a struggle. It, um, the wide receivers were struggling with holding on to the football, which is something that um, we knew from from the beginning that this Jaguars team struggled with catching the football, so that didn't improve. Uh, the quarterback core was decent. There's times when you saw some good stuff coming from them, but overall kind of up and down. Defensively for the Jaguars, I feel like that was probably the strong suit. I think um, Key was his last name. I can't remember his first name. And then uh, Trayvon Walker, who was their first-round draft choice. Both those guys played decent, a couple miscues, all that, but definitely got in there, made some good stops. So I think there's defensively something to build on there. And then I liked how Sloter got him to the touchdown, got an ending touchdown, got it in the end zone. Gave him something to go off of. 
positive. Um, and I think that's going to be a really good thing for this Jaguars team. Um, I'm under the impression that this NFL, the NFL that we've experienced for my entire life, where there's always someone that's terrifyingly bad, whether that's the Lions, whether that's the Jets, whether that's the Giants, uh, whether that's the Jaguars, whether that's the Browns, I kind of feel like every team is finding a way to become good you know, better and, and become to a point where they're actually good football squad. The last guys that are kind of remaining behind are the Giants, the Jets, the Jaguars. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else. It's just some teams that are kind of falling behind the curve and the Lions, but I don't think the Lions are kind of an uptick. But I believe all those teams in the next couple of years, two to three years, will be at the point where we're talking about them as, you know, contenders. So I think they're on a good trajectory, a good path. We'll have to see what it looks like with Trevor Lawrence coming in and all that. We didn't. I mean, it's a Hall of Fame game. You're not going to get all those guys to start. Uh, but for the Raiders, there's a lot more you can look at. Very positive. Starting with um, Josh McDaniels, great beginning game. Couldn't have been coached better. Played it really well. All his guys were firing all cylinders. Great blocking up front. Uh, Josh Jacobs was insane when he was able to play a little bit. Uh, the wide receiver core, Johnson, number one. I like him. I keep your eye on him throughout preseason. I think he's got good speed. Uh, he's got good hand, like he's got good speed. He can get away from defenders. He just needs to work on his hands a little bit. He dropped an easy pass to be expected. You're the kind of going out there for the first time, but keep an eye on him. I like the um, Jared Statham. I like him as a quarterback. He did a great job leading this uh, Raiders team to this victory. And then I think Zamir White and Josh Jacobs are going to be the one-two punch that we're going to see. But one thing that I mentioned on Stinky Good is uh, Josh McDaniels did a great job as an offensive coordinator, creating a great offense line and a great running game. Now when you go to the Raiders, the offense line is solid and their running game feasted off of that and was able to blow past this Jaguars defense nine times out of 10. Uh, this def I think this whole team firing all cylinders. Their kicker obviously has a lot of experience in the NFL. He's a starter, but still played really well. And against the first unit of the Jaguars, the Raiders dominated. In the second unit of the Jaguars, the Raiders dominated. And then in the third unit of both those squads, the Raiders look or the Jaguars look like they had stood some sort of chance. So that's something they need to work on. Obviously, I look at these games. It's not from a point where it actually matters. But from a point of what are you building on as you get to the season? What does your team look like? What does your depth look like? Um, and what can we understand for for the long run uh, and about these coaches? And I feel like this Jaguars team, yes, they lost. Yes, they struggled. But they've got a decent pass rush if they can clean it up and make it a little bit better and get all those guys put together. Uh, and the Raiders, that's how good they looked with just their backups. If you put Devonta Adams and you put Derek Carr and you put Darren Wall and you put Hunter Renfro, you put Zamira White and Josh Jacobs in the backfield, and then you put Chandler Jones and and uh, Max Crosby in the defense, and J.J. Abrams plays. He played a little bit, but you know plays the rest of the game. This defense and this team is going to look solid. Um, and as we'll touch on in a minute, I think preseason is looked at in a very odd light. I feel like preseason for any fan should be looked at completely differently. Uh, it should be looked at a time to understand the full scale and the full understanding of your entire team. You shouldn't just be looking at the starters because I think if well, you're I don't think, I, well, let me just stop you right there, buddy. I think it's important time. You think that, do you think that most people that tune in to watch preseason football are watching the game because they are interested to see if their team's going to win? Or do you think that they're watching the game because they want to see who are the players that are going to emerge? What kind of depth is the team going to have? I think most people watch it because it's football. 
I don't think they, like, honestly, I don't think they care the team wins. I mean, that doesn't really matter. Uh, but I don't think a whole lot of people, unless you're looking from an analytics standpoint, care about, you know, what's going I on in the field. I think it depends on, yeah, I guess you're right. There's people that go to the, buff, you know, they go to the Buffalo Wild oh, yeah. Wings, if, uh, no if sponsorship you to, there, and they uh, and they watch the game just because, like, oh, you know, we're hanging right. out with friends and it's on in the background. Okay. I think they, I think that's But like then there's people that really 95%. do, like, do want to watch their team's preseason games. Those people are the same people that buy tickets to the pre or to the practice sure those well, are the people that yes, care right probably but and the people probably who have watched preseason football I, I did some polls and just to kind of see what i could get what the results are and most yeah. of the time people are like I, I don't care didn't change my opinion didn't even watch it yeah. uh so i think it's a lot of that is going on but i think it's a problem with marketing of the preseason games preseason games are just looked at in this kind of overall negative light as they're not as important and they're used just for coaches alone but if you really look at it and you really go into it you can learn so much about your squad. I mean, I did just a tad bit of research. I just searched Bucks preseason stats because, you know, we follow the Bucks a little bit. Uh, and I looked at it, and then I compared their regular season stats with their preseason stats. You can draw a ton of connections between these two things. Their number's going to be less, obviously, in each category, but they're going to be similar for the most part to what they what they did in the regular season which then can help you with fantasy drafts and what you're what to expect when the season actually begins you can actually start to understand what these coaches are thinking so there's so much more in preseason than just it's football and it's back on uh what we learned yesterday is that the Raiders have depth in this and this in this category quarterback running back and even some wide receiver and we learned that the Jacksonville Jaguars have a long way to go but I think the best you know, position and the strong position might be quarterback. Yes, they weren't perfect. Yes, they didn't have a whole lot of time, but they definitely made some methodical drives and did pretty decent. So you can start to draw some conclusions from, you know, different squads and what they look like. But I think the two main reasons people watch preseason is either to see the star rookies. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're, they're your squad or not. You just want to see them. Um, so like Aiden Hutcherson, when he plays, everyone's going to want to see him. Trayvon Walker, probably people wanted to see him. Uh, Matt Jones last season, everyone wanted to see him. So people tune in for that reason or just because it's football and they've been waiting, you know, for a very long time to see football and now it's back. So let's go and just turn on the game. Um, so I think those are probably the two reasons is that people watch it. But for me, and even when I started watching, that's why I watched it. But now since I'm watching it from a different perspective, it makes it so much more enjoyable to watch. Very good. Okay. Well, I, that's the way I watch it. What? So. I watch it for the just to see what's going on with the the players and the, the You're looking gonna, for the rookies? I'm looking for the rookies. I'm looking for, you know, how how much depth do we have at different positions? That's why I'm curious with Tampa. That's gonna yep. be interesting. Yep. Well because I think they're particularly the... at quarterback. What happens if something happens to Tom? I wouldn't worry about it too much. Well, I don't think Tom's gonna get injured. Okay. He knows how to save himself. All right. Well, I I know that we uh that we had something on here to talk a little bit of NBA, uh, but we'll put that in our back pocket for next time, if that's okay with you. Sounds fun. All right, listeners, thank you for hanging out and uh, riding along. Have a great weekend. No football, right? But yeah, we no do have Hall of Fame Thursday. player speeches oh, yeah, tomorrow. going on. Um, but otherwise, we'll have some football next weekend, right? Yeah, it's weird that you know you get football today or yesterday, and you get to wait a whole week, yep. and then you get it, you know, you wait. Friday, Saturday, yep. Sunday. Yep. And then it starts no. coming fast and furious, my friend. And then it works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Into it. It's like a little. Yeah. Little, it's very exciting. Little leak there, and then it bursts yeah. open. Exactly. All right. Very good, listeners. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Again, if you haven't subscribed, please do that. Uh, otherwise, we'll catch you on Monday. All right. See you. Yeah. God bless.